the college football experience week eight DFS show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Gotta do that. We're also brought to you by Prediction Strike. Yes, Prediction Strike is the only performance based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes. Use the promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share with your first deposit of $20 or more at Prediction Strike. We're also brought to you by SGPN. Yes, the SGPN app is now live in the app store and Google Play Store, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. So download that app for free today. Hey, everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the College Football Experience Week 8 DFS show for Friday and Saturday. My name is Colby Swinging Ned Base Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. That's what they say. No one touches Dundee. Tough week a week ago, but guess what? He bounces back with App State on the money line. Tried to warn this guy. Give it up for the DFS god himself. The rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving. Former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Get up for NC Nick in the place to be. How are you, pal? What's going on, man? I'm doing good, and we're we're here to talk DFS. All right, so I don't want to hear all the ATS nonsense. All right, <laughs> that's funny. I'm sitting here in Flagstaff, Arizona. Beautiful Flagstaff, Arizona. You're over there in Raleigh, North Carolina. So, um, last day of the of the road trip, hopefully for me. About time you get back to work, buddy. Right. I swear, Get man. Back to the real life. Hey, the honeymoon's over. I miss God's eye, so I'm, I'm, I can't wait for Saturday. <laughs> um, so here we are. To to the listener out there, first off, I know this week seems kind of light as far as key matchups. Um, there there are some huge FCS matchups, by the way. I know that's off topic, but maybe maybe if you're bored by the FBS, you tune in there. But look, Friday night in the FBS, we have four games. That's always a win. Um, so we're going to go through, if you're a first time listener, the DraftKings slate, our DFS lineup, you can come play DraftKings with us. NC Nick normally dials up a, uh, a sheet for all of us to play. And we've spread it, uh, spread it around on Twitter and just a few bucks for you to join. We'll give away this roster though. And, and then you can perhaps play that in the big games and uh, you know, when some, we've given away hundred dollar lineups before stacking the money green gave away a $200,000 lineup that hit. Um, 
So stick around to come play for a few bucks. Just come, even if you're not even going to enter it in the big one, might as well just throw a couple bucks in, talk some shit to us. If you beat us, you know, once you get hooked, once you get hooked on college football DFS, I mean, I, I, granted, I'm assuming you're a college football fan. For me, it's, it's my favorite hands down. Like, you know, I, I used to play a lot more NFL. I still dabble, but college football DFS, I think it's my favorite by far. Once you get hooked at first, it's a bit overwhelming. Yeah. You know, maybe you're just a college football fan. Maybe you like betting, but you don't really know all the players on every team. Once you get hooked and once you start playing, then you start learning the players and then, and then it's, it's, it's tough to do anything else. Cause it's a lot of fun and you can win some money, especially if you listen to us, let's do it Friday night. Well, that's, what's what great we about this Friday night slate is you, you got four games. That's way more than most Friday nights. You got middle Tennessee at UConn. If you consider that a game, you got Memphis at UCF, you got Colorado state at Utah state, which is an underrated one in the mountain West. I actually made this point to Patty C as much as I'm thrilled to see Cincinnati number two in the nation. I think the Sunbelt and mountain West are clear cut better than the AAC this year. Well, it's interesting also how the Sun Belt stayed intact. I, I'm not sure exactly what that means. I think it means, you know, they're a strong conference and a conference that's on the come up. We saw the American got raided, and then what did the American do? They went after Conference USA. I don't think it was because those teams are more attractive. I think that it was because those teams are easier to get because Conference USA is not a very good conference. Well, so, and, and the mountain West stayed intact, man. I mean, you, and the, mountain West always does their thing. Well, exactly. the AAC was t- trying to get Boise state, trying to get San Diego state, trying to get Colorado state struck out on all of those. They uh, recommitted to the, uh, to the mountain West. And, and, but I I'm still making the point that I think right now, I think the AAC is behind the mountain West and the Sun Belt as far as depth in the conference this year. I mean, who's the second best team in the AAC Houston? SMU. I guess we'll find out. They play each other next week. SMU is looking pretty good right now. Yeah. I I just think that, uh, you know what? Those are three pretty good teams right there though. So let's not bash the American that much, but who would, who would be the fourth best team? Maybe Memphis. I think it might be Uh, ECU. (laughs) eh, Maybe. I mean, UCF, I think would have been better this year if it wasn't for all the injuries. So give them a little bit of a pass. Sure. Um, I don't know. I'm just saying like when you look at the mountain West and you see um, to me, the depth of the, of that conference. Now maybe they don't have the Cincinnati, but they have the depth. I mean, Nevada, Fresno, uh, San Diego state, air force, Boise state, Colorado state, Utah state, even Hawaii on the islands, a tough win. Um, And and really just your, your Wyoming's decent. And the only two real stinkers are New Mexico and UNLV. And I think UNLV is getting better. And, uh, We'll see tonight. Uh, you know, I locked them up. They play later tonight against San Jose state, but uh, yeah, Colorado state at Utah state, interesting game there in the mountain West on Friday night. And then the, the final one uh, pack 12 after dark Washington at Arizona. So those are the four games on Friday. So let's, let's uh, start there NC Nick. What is your, uh, your play here for Friday night? Well, I'm going to quarterback system and I'm kind of spending up for these two quarterbacks just because I think they're the safest bets. In a slate with not very many good quarterbacks, uh, I probably picked the best two, at least in my opinion. Uh, that is uh, Seth Hennigan, Memphis, 9K, going up against the aforementioned uh, UCF Knights. And K, uh, Chase Cunningham, I almost called him Cade Cunningham. Not college basketball, college football here. Chase Cunningham for MTSU, 
playing uh Yukon. I mean, Yukon's defense is is awful. They're in the one hundreds. Um so you so you fade Yukon here. Those are my two quarterbacks. What did you do at the position? I switched it up a little bit, buddy. I mean, I, I did do the two quarterback system. However, uh and and I, I guess I should cue this because we do both have Chase Cunningham, the quarterback for the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. Um that's just a it's just a you can't go wrong on that play, right? I mean, Yukon if they play a good game even, I still think he'll get his stats. Um and then for my other quarterback, I, I went uh, Mikey Keen. All right, Memphis's defense is horrible, so I'm gonna take a shot on uh, the backup quarterback, Mikey Keen. I get it, four touchdowns, four picks on the year, but he's completing 62 percent of his passes. And when you factor in, he played Cincinnati as one of his one of his few starts here. They're a really elite defense. I think he's probably better than what we think, and. Uh, Statistically, that is, and then uh, with Memphis kind of giving up yards to everybody, give me Mikey Keen at uh, sixty-one hundred. That's an interesting roll of the dice. I mean, the price point is right. I would say his three starts, he's put up only fourteen, six, and seven fantasy points in those three. So rough start for the true freshman, but historically, this UCF Memphis games always has a ton of points. Uh, maybe he can start to pull things together here. It was, that was too much of a gamble for me at the quarterback spot. Uh, but an interesting selection by you, I'd say. I mean, look, I I think you're throwing a freshman out there. The first game or two, you're going to struggle, right? Sure. And sure. then obviously, when you play a a defense, the caliber. Unless of defense, your name is Caleb Williams, then yes, <laughs> that's true. But even that, you're surrounded by so much talent. Um. And I know Dylan Gabriel, I guess, was one of these freshers. But when you consider the other the other games were against, uh, yeah, I get it. Okay, first road game, first game he started on the road was at Navy, right? And they lost by four. Then they come back, they beat ECU by four, but in a, in a back and forth game. I think this is the uh, this is his his moment to shine here. This is probably the worst defense left on the schedule, maybe with exception to UConn. So uh, give me uh, well there's there's a reason why Gatewood hasn't came in because obviously he's showing the coaching staff something, you know, whether that's, you know, in, in practice, maybe that's not translating into the game yet, but maybe, you know, he's on the cusp of having that happen. Uh, roll the dice. I like it. Uh, what are you doing at running back running back? You know, it's interesting. I, uh, this guy's kind of lost value. I would say of late, I'm talking about Calvin Tyler jr. I rostered him as well. He said he hasn't been as good as he was out the gate, but when you, when you really uh, think of it, I don't know. I mean, I, I go back to that Colorado state game against South Dakota state. Sure. I, is, is South is Colorado state much better. Sure. I've been on them too. I was on them to cover against Iowa. I was on them last week and the week prior to beat San Jose state, uh, you know, it, and Adazio seems to be turning that around quite a bit, but I, I still remember South Dakota state, Pierre strong, just going off on the, uh, on the, on the Rams there. So Calvin Tyler jr, five, five yards, of rush, still four touchdowns. Um, and he also gets the ball out the backfield. Some, so give me him at, yeah. at, f- at 5,000. I think he's undervalued. Yeah, I agree. You know I mean? Yeah. BYU shut down the Utah state run game. Big time against UNLV last game, 17 for 60, obviously not a great game, but he's still getting most of the carries. Don't forget, this is a guy that ran for 126 against Boise 
and 132 and two touchdowns against Air Force. So he has it in him. Uh, just feed him the rock, and I think they can find some success against Colorado State. And, and like you said, the price point is the real key there. For only 5K, I rostered him as well. He was actually my highest running back out of my three running backs. So I kind of went cheap on the other two. Uh, was he your most expensive running back as well? No, he was not. Uh, I actually I played this game a lot though with Utah State and Colorado State. I I I, I was all over this game. I went out and I got uh, uh, David Bailey. I think he's getting better and better um, as far as getting more familiar with uh, Adazio. With I, I should just say Colorado State because Colorado State they really don't throw the ball well. Um. I know they have two running backs that get a severe amount of carries, but um, Bailey is the the top dog there. I know he's just three point seven yards a rush, four touchdowns. However, I think each game he's been getting better, and he also gets the ball at the at the back backfield a bit. So I took David uh, Bailey there at uh, six thousand. Nah, the BC transfer who followed uh, Adazio over. Well, that makes a ton of sense, and here's why: Utah State is one hundred and nineteenth in the country against the run. They've given up 200 yard rushers in the last two games they've played. Um, Allegier or the BYU's running back went for 200 plus, and then uh, Charles Williams for UNLV just went for 200 plus. So that makes a ton of sense. I didn't have the money, so I went with um, the other running back for Colorado State. That is A. John Vivens for 3.8K. I will say you're right. I mean, Bailey is their RB one. He probably gets two thirds of the carries to Vivens one third. Uh, but you know, Bailey was less. He averaged less than three yards of rush last week against New Mexico. So maybe they're going to try to get Vivens the ball a little bit more here. He did run for over a hundred against San Jose State. So I think I like the potential here for such a cheap price. Uh, granted, I would like Bailey better just because he's going to get more more touches. But I went Vivens as my second running back for only three point eight k. I like it. I like it. Uh, my I actually went with the three running back lineup. Did you? Uh, yeah, I still have one more at four point nine k. I went six point two, and it's a risk oh. because I understand he, he he. But he's the top dog, and I'm going with Sean McGrew, the running back for the Washington Huskies. I understand. I almost took Kamari Pleasant here because he's averaging almost seven yards a rush, but he has yet to score a touchdown for, for the Huskies. Meanwhile, McGrew by far leading in attempts, 56 attempts the closest on the team is uh, 39 other than, than McGrew. And he's got six of the team's seven rushing touchdowns. So I, I'm, I'm going to load up on McGrew here. Um, he's not as dangerous out the backfield as the other backs. So maybe that's the flaw there, but to me, red zone scoring, he's their guy. Give me a uh, 6,200 Sean McGrew. Yeah, I didn't touch that Husky backfield. Like I said, I spent up more quarterback. So you had more money for the running backs. I will say, I don't have a whole lot of pieces. I only have one player in that game. That game is by far and away the, the lowest over under of the four games only at 46 and a half. So don't expect a ton of offense there, but I think Washington will be able to get things going on the ground. Just not sure which guy does it. My third running back. I mentioned he's 4.9 K. I'm going to take Take it back to Middle Tennessee State. Fade this UConn team. UConn is 116th against the run. So pretty funny in these four games. We have a team that is 116th against the run, and Utah State that's 119th. <laughs> Some bad run, bad run defenses. Friday night, I took uh, Middle Tennessee State's main back, Shatan Mobley. If I'm pronouncing that correctly, I'm not sure. 
the Blue Raiders struggled against Liberty to run the ball, but this is a guy who two games ago he ran for 132 yards and a touchdown at Marshall. Pretty good defense Marshall has there too. So I like uh, what uh, Middle Tennessee State might be able to do on the ground against those defending champions at UConn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a good play there. UConn's defense is well. well I don't get the brain pretty much like that. So uh, receiver wise, what did you do here? Because I'm very curious. I'm telling you, I played the hell out of this Colorado state, Utah state game. I don't have my eyes glued <laughs> to this matchup. Um, I, I have a couple guys in that and, and my, my top receiver, I spent up on a couple receivers here. I've rostered him a few times this year. I know me and you have talked about him. Devin Tompkins, the receiver for Utah state, ding, 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 buddy. Let me just queue up the, the music for, for us playing the same player here. And there's really no reason not to roster him because this guy is a baller, man. dude. He is an absolute. He's got more than double the 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 next receivers' uh, receptions and and uh, touchdowns as well. The guy's just a complete baller. He even gets the well, ball. Someone reverses and stuff. I mean, the guy is all over the field. Um, uh, just a threat. And against Colorado State, I think he's gonna have. I think he's gonna have a great game. Yeah, I mean his stats tell the I mean through six games, fifty catches, over eight hundred yards, six touchdowns. You know, he's averaging a touchdown a game, averaging over a hundred a game. Last time out, twelve for one eighty and two touchdowns against UNLV. He is uh he is uh he's not the the tallest guy in the world. He's a short guy, but he's lightning quick and they just get him the ball. He's probably he's their best offensive player, so they get it to him early and often. I, I um, played him and Brandon Bowling because Brandon Bowling is just forty eight hundred. Okay. Yeah, hey, that's not a bad choice. I did not go bowling. My second guy is in that same game, uh, other side, probably the best tight end in the country that nobody's heard of. A hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this guy's an animal. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be playing on Sundays. He definitely, definitely is. Definitely. Trey, Trey McBride for the Rams, seven K even. I mean, you know, you, you usually don't spend seven K for a tight end, but let's look at some of these stat lines: seven for one thirty-five. Nine for one oh nine, thirteen for one sixteen. I mean, that's he basically wild. is another receiver. Yeah, yeah, that's just absolutely wild for a tight end. And go back to Adazio's days at Boston College. Love to use the tight end there. So uh, I, the shoe fits here. I like that play. I, I considered it. So yeah, I played. So I played uh, both Utah State wideouts. The their top, their their starting two wideouts, their top two wideouts. Devin Tompkins and Brandon Bowling and and Nick here playing Devin Tompkins as well as Trey McBride, the top receiving option for Colorado State. All right, final receiver. What did you do here? I went uh, an- another tight end actually, and this is my only guy in the Washington Arizona game. It is UW's tight end Cade Otten for an even four K. It's uh, it's cheap. The Washington passing game is not very good, but neither is the Arizona defense. It's kind of a shot in the dark here, but the guy is a pretty solid tight end. He's probably the favorite target of the quarterback out there. So uh, yeah, Kate Otten at four K. Interesting. I had sixty one hundred left, and I used every every last cent of that to get Ryan O'Keefe. I've rostered this guy a, lo- a few times this year. He's uh, never disappointed me. Talk about the wide receiver for UCF. He is by far their leading receiver, 35 receptions, 400 or 375 yards. Uh, the only flaw is one receiving touchdown. However, they do give him the rock on the ground. He's got the ball. They like to throw these little, 
uh, hitch like o- almost like wide receiver screens where they bring the, the the receiver in motion out of the backfield sometimes, um, and, and they throw it. It's almost like a run. But uh, the, so Ryan O'Keefe, I think, is my play here. I think there's going to be. I want I want UCF and Memphis. I didn't play any Memphis offensive players, but I would have. Like just it just aligned this way. I think this game's going to be high scoring. So give me uh, uh, Ryan O'Keefe. I like it. I, I wanted to fit him in somewhere and ultimately I couldn't, but he is the possession guy for UCF. He's also seems like he's a favorite target of uh, what's his name? Mikey. Yeah. Uh, Mikey uh, Keen. Yeah. Mikey Keen. Um, like just look at the last two games, you know, 10 catches in one game, seven in the other. Granted, he hasn't a- averaged over 10 yards per catch, but the guy just gets, you know, PPR volume. So I like to play. I tried to fit him in there. Couldn't. But overall, I'm uh, I'm pretty happy with this lineup here. Uh, it's rare that I go too tight end here, but um, I'm looking uh, pretty good here. There you go. I think I'm gonna beat you. Put a put a bottle of bourbon on that thing, huh? Bring it on, man! Bring it on! <laughs> All right, guys. I want to tell you before we get to Saturday morning and Saturday night slate. I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing you the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from the NFL, college football, college basketball, which is right around the corner, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. I mean, when Brett, uh, it, it, it has some brand new bonuses that will just, I'm telling you, some of these things are just unbelievable here. New users can bet $1 and win a hundred dollars on any sport. That's incredible. Plus you can get up to uh, $1,500 as a free bet on win bet. If you uh, make it first deposit of $20 or more, think about that. Unbelievable deals going on here. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. I.e., you bet $100, you'll get a $200 max, or I'm sorry, $200 free bet. Max wager match is $750, meaning $1,500 that they'll match. Pretty amazing deal there. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Well, sign up today to receive a special offer, a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com. Yeah, I tell you, I mean, that's a heck of a deal. Heck Sounds uh, deal. juicy. Yeah. Sign me up. Exactly, buddy. So now we jump over to Saturday morning. Where I am very curious. I gambled heavy here. I gambled heavy. Here. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> uh, this you one, know my what's that? Right. I know. I totally agree. It's a kind of a funky. It's a funky slate, and I, I think I gambled as well too because I only went one quarterback, and it's a very cheap quarterback. So you know, usually you always want at least one of the top quarterbacks, but I, I just did not like the quarterback or the receiver slate in this uh, or you know, those positions in this slate here. So I went really heavy running back and pretty cheap everywhere else. Um, so I'm curious as to how, how you gambled. What does your overall roster look like? I did two quarterbacks. I did two yeah. quarterbacks and two running backs, <laughs> Ooh, heavy receiver, heavy on the receivers. And my two quarterbacks, I gambled a bit with um, really just banking on the fact that I think some of these defenses 
are fraudulent here. So, well, well, let's talk about the really expensive quarterbacks right now. Matt Corral is at an astronomical ten point two k, and we don't even know if he's going to play. Yeah, I didn't touch that. I couldn't either. Caleb Williams looks fantastic, but he's a very expensive nine point eight k, and against Kansas, he might not even play the second half. Yeah, that right? way, and that's why I didn't play him. I thought about it, thought about it, but I at the end of the day. I could not play it. So I was like, okay, well, right. and, and I mean, Ritter against Navy, not the best matchup. Kenny Pickett against Clemson. I'd argue not the best matchup. So I did not like these quarterbacks at all, really. So I'm curious who's your most expensive one. My most expensive one is max Johnson uh, of LSU. And, and the reality is I think Ole Miss Well, first off, they have the 106th ranked defense in all of America. There you go. Um, and I actually think they're getting worse. I actually think that number is not a true, you know, representative of what their, their, their defense actually is. They, they played Austin P and Tulane there. I think that as, as the season prolongs, they're going to drop more. So uh, give me max Johnson at 7,200 as, as my top quarterback. Like I said, I did roster two, but who, who is your other quarterback or your only so quarterback? Actually I guess. it's funny because yeah. It's funny because Max Johnson, he was like one guy that I did consider rostering. Ultimately, his last two games, granted against you know Kentucky and Florida, he he was less than twenty fantasy points because it seems like Coach O in his final games, he's really focusing on the run. So ultimately, I did not roster Johnson, but you have to like the matchup. So I do not blame you there. My one and only quarterback is an even six K, and that is Kansas State's uh, Skylar Thompson. I like it. I actually consider that as well. Um, I like it. I actually think that's a, a that's a solid play there. Um, I think there's so for six K. I mean, dirt cheap. Texas Tech's defense is nothing to write home about. Uh, if you throw out the game that he was injured in, every other game he's he's played this year, he's been north of twenty fantasy points, and that includes some pretty tough matchups like Stanford, Oklahoma, Iowa State. So if he's putting up twenty on them, I think he can be around you know mid twenties, maybe even sniff around thirty or so. I mean, typically Skylar Thompson is not going to crush it fantasy wise, but he's a pretty safe bet for solid production. So um, that's what. Oh, last thing I want to say about that is also one of the highest over under sixty and a half points in that game. So it should be a bit of a shootout. I like it. I do. And uh, look, I get it. Skylar Thompson's always he's such a K State quarterback. Big fan. Big fan <laughs> here. Um, but I think there's better value out there, and I get it. He's had a shaky year this year. At fifty five hundred, ooh, my other quarterback Tanner Morgan. All right, he's, <laughs> I he's, considered him as well. He's had a shaky year, but do you remember what he did to Maryland last year without Rashad yeah. Bateman? He lit them up. That was at College yeah. Park. Now this game's in Minneapolis and I, Maryland. Look, they have the seventy six best defense in the country, which I even think that is a lie because they played Howard and Howard didn't score. They played Illinois. Where Illinois only scored 17, and they played Kent State. In the past two weeks, this defense has given up what is this? Uh, 117. uh, Yeah, 117 points. (laughs) Why are you not taking this at 5,500? I like it. You know what? As we go through our roster here, I do have a couple uh, Golden Gophers, but you know he hasn't done that well fantasy wise. But if anything, so you're going with two guys with really nice matchups, and that makes sense, especially at their prices. But like I said, I went heavy on the running backs. And you know what? Since we're talking this game here, he's not my most expensive running back. Actually, he's my least expensive running back. 
but I like Minnesota's running back for only five point five point four K Bryce Williams, man. I almost played him. I actually had him in the lineup. Dude. I had him in the lineup. Dude. Should I go back and put him in there? Is that what you're telling me? Uh, well, here, here's my argument. It doesn't matter who's playing running back for for the Golden Gophers; they're going to produce. I mean, Mohammed Ibrahim is one of the best running backs in the country. He goes down with an injury. Trey Potts comes in, and what does he do? He has three consecutive games over 100 yards. He gets injured. He's out for the year. Now Bryce Williams, in his first time as a starter ever against Nebraska, he runs for 127 and touchdown. Well, well we I mean, mentioned it. you know why you play this guy is because I mean PJ Fleck. If you know his history, he was at Northern Illinois back in the Novak days in the early 2000s. There were they had Michael the Burner Turner, Lashawn Johnson, like those. That was that era of Northern Illinois. He comes from that where they were run yeah. heavy, play action pass. Uh, I actually just adjusted. I, I I added him to the lineup. I actually thought about taking Maryland's back too. I forget his name off the top of my head. The two names, Fleet, Fleet Davis. Yeah, yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Um, <laughs> thought about well, that. You know, well, the last thing about that game is that in it, you mentioned the the game from 2020 between these two schools. In that game, Ibrahim ran for over 204 touchdowns against Maryland. So Minnesota has some prior success on the ground, and I think it's a cheap price too for Bryce Williams. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like it. I I think you gotta you gotta you gotta so take a chance on that. Who'd you swap out? I'm curious now. I swapped out actually, and I'm probably gonna I could regret this one, but I, I At Perry of Wake. Mm. Oh, I, I like I like Bryce Williams better than Perry. Well, I expect Wake to be able to throw the ball despite Army's defense being somewhat decent. I like it, but yeah, I think I think your play's better. So there we go. I'm I am rostering that. That means I cue this up. <laughs> um, well, I will say somewhat defense army has the seventh best defense in the nation yeah, and they only give up <laughs> slightly over 200 passing yards. Granted, a lot of that is just due to, because they have, they're the number one team in the nation time of possession. Well, I was so also going to say, what the about who they played? Oh, uh, that's always, you always got to take that into to, uh, consideration. Sure. I mean, I honestly, I mean, pull up, uh, look, I, I love army. I hope army is in the college football playoff every year. But when you look at Georgia State out the gate, they couldn't throw the ball. Now Western Kentucky could, but after that, UConn. Um, I mean, Ball State they lost to Ball State, and then Wisconsin they had Graham Mertz there. He couldn't throw even in that game. That was they they weren't be he couldn't throw the ball against his own. I mean, shit. Right now, where do you put Graham Mertz in, in ranking the top 130 quarter, college football quarterbacks? <laughs> in, in the hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean, man. So I actually think Sam Hartman will have success. I considered playing him. I did not. You know, he's my boy. But yeah, uh, no, I, I thought about Hartman too. I mean, he, he, Hartman's been on Terry lately. Two straight games, over 30 fantasy points. For me, the matchup just wasn't that great, and he was still a little pricey. But um, I do like Bryce Williams over AT Perry, especially because Wake has three three receivers. You don't know who's going to have the best day. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it was a good switch on your part. Um, my most expensive running back. We're kind of a little out of order here, but um, let me take you to Cincy. They're playing Navy this weekend, and that's uh, Jerome Ford for eight point three k. Talked about him a lot on this pod. He gets almost all the carries for the Bearcats. We know Cincinnati needs to light up the scoreboard, impress the playoff committee. So we should have another big game here for Ford. Interesting. You you went and spent a lot. How much was he? Eight point three. I'm curious as why, you know, for seventy seven hundred, you can play Deuce Vaughn. 
Well, I did, buddy. He's okay. my third running back. Okay, okay, because that's my that's my high price running back. So I got Williams from Minnesota. Deuce Vaughn is my highest paid running back, and because I, I think you're playing Texas Tech, you're gonna want that. Remember how would they have the third best rush defense in the nation after like two weeks or something? We, but on this very pod, we told you that was bogus. Yeah, and, and so and what did B. John Robinson put up like a thousand fantasy points against uh, <laughs> right. against Texas Tech? Deuce Vaughn is such a beast, one of the most underrated running backs in America, if you ask me. He is gonna get off against Texas Tech. I don't care if that game's totally in Lubbock. Agree. I don't care if it's on Mars. He's gonna get his. Um, so seventy seven hundred. I think he's undervalued. Totally agree. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think the the price is is right, but yeah, I think. Yeah, it's a smart play because I, I do expect a big game. So you played him too. I did. He was my third running back. All right, my third. So are you are you done with running backs? No, I have one more because I switched to okay. add one. And um, hello, you want action in this game? He's at sixty six hundred. I'm talking about uh, Terry and Davis course, Price of LSU. Of course. Are you, are you all over this or what? This guy's been totally. getting the rock totally. way more too. five touchdowns, 5.6 yards of rush. Um, this, this is a must play. This is a must play. It, it, he just broke LSU's single rushing uh, yardage record when he last week, when he ran for two eighty seven and three touchdowns against Florida. So Leonard Fournette does not have that record. Uh, Joseph, Adai, Kevin uh, Falk, Dalton Hilliard. Gil Gil Fennerty, none of those guys. Um, Brandon Tofield, Harvey Williams, um, none of them. All right, it is now, <laughs> dude. He's only six point six k. The last two weeks, so Coach O, I think when he realized his time was short, he said, "Screw this, I'm going to pound the rock." Last two games, twenty two for one forty seven and two touchdowns, thirty six for two eighty seven and three touchdowns. And Ole Miss has the 109th ranked rushing defense for only 6.6 K. You have to roster GDP. Yeah, yeah it's it's a no brainer. It is a no brainer. So I was I was ready to jump down your throat if you didn't have him on your roster. No. I'm glad to see that, you dude. Do. I I went heavy, and I'm just gonna go right into our next segment here because I uh, I went out and got uh, I got Dre Jenkins. I think he's coming yeah. on. Uh, he's at 5,700. I get it. I, I rostered Jack Beck the past couple of weeks. J- Jenkins, <laughs> is, Jenkins is the guy that's coming on. I think. And I think so. I think he's yeah yeah. Ever since Butte went down, I think he's their next best guy. So I know you look at the stats. If you pull up LSU stats, you're, oh, he's the fourth or fifth leading receiver. No, you got to look at really the past couple of weeks. And uh, uh, so at 5,700, I want as much as this game as I can get. Give me uh, and I, I like I said, I, I expect LSU to score 40, 35, 42, 48, something yeah. like that against yeah. Ole Miss. So uh, get me action in this game. Who did you roster as your other wide? Uh, my top receiver, 6.2 K back to Minnesota, Chris Altman Bell. He is a guy that blew up against Maryland last year when um, uh, the, the, Guy on the Ravens, Bateman was was hurt. Um, Alvin Bell's been injured a little bit this year too. But last week, finally fully healthy against Nebraska, he caught eleven balls for one hundred three and a touchdown. I expect another big game against the Turks. I have him as well. You know, I you wanted a, I wanted to attack the Ole Miss and Maryland defense. We got a pretty similar lineup here, but is that the third or fourth guy the same? That's yeah, but crazy. I have two. We have two different quarterbacks. So and uh, so my last wide receiver, I'm I'm pretty much there now. 
And you know, it's crazy. I was going to take Nagata cause he's been treating me well for Clemson, but I don't, think, I mean, you got a little lucky last week, but I, I think this I, that's, I'm not taking him. I switched off him. I'm going to leave okay. a lot of money out there because I like Morin of, of uh, wake forest. I like him better than, than Nagata too. Nagata caught a touchdown for like 40 yards last year, but it was his only catch last week. Last week I think yeah. with the Ross. Yeah. I think with Ross back, he's he's clearly the number the number two guy. And and, uh, and I like Wake's Wake. I like Wake's passing game better. So yeah, I like Morin better. Well, Taylor Morning is, is like right there with At Perry and and Roberson. Now Roberson's obviously their 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 home run threat, but Morin, he's like their possession receiver. So I I yeah. feel like consistently each week there's there's weeks At Perry and Roberson just completely blow them out, away on the stat sheet. But there's weeks that those guys are ghosted. Morin kind of gets his. And yeah. So if you can get a touchdown or two, um, I think he's a good value play. Uh so that that was my last guy. I left a, I left some money on the board too. So I, I got two more guys left. What was his price again? Morin is cheap as hell, man. He's uh forty two hundred. Forty two hundred. Hmm, interesting. So I went uh I got two receivers left. One's a tight end again. Forty eight hundred UCLA. Dulcich, love it, uh, love it though. Yeah, especially with 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 Phillips kind of banged up. I mean, he is their main guy. He is capable of big games like he had against Arizona State, where he went nine for one thirty six. Oregon's got a pretty good defense, but the secondary is struggling. They are one hundred and tenth in the nation, giving up uh, two hundred seventy plus yards per game through the air. So if if DTR and that UCLA offense can do anything, uh, it should be you know with the passing attack. And Dulcich is a big part of that. And that's uh, what the that, last guy. That's what the Ducks play in Stony Brook and uh and Cal, which doesn't light the world on fire offensively, too. Sure, sure. My last guy, uh, I like to get a piece of these Oklahoma wide receivers when they're cheap. I did that uh with uh the one guy a couple of weeks ago, Mims, and he just blew up. Well, uh now Mims is more expensive than this guy. That's Michael Woods. I rostered him at, you know, uh, last week. Also, he's only 4.4 K last week. He caught three for 75, but watching that game, him and Caleb Williams were just a hair off on two bombs. Yeah. Actually, I think one of them was a pass, a pass interference. So he, he was this close to having a monster game last week. Granted, you know, game script against Kansas. They might not pass much in the second half, but I think Michael Woods maybe hits a home run or two uh, in the first half against the Jayhawks. So at only 4.4 K. I like the high upside gamble. I like it. I like it. And I like the tight end play for UCLA. Cause uh, yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, look the Saturday morning slate, I'll be honest. I like my Friday night slate better than Saturday morning and Saturday night. I like Saturday mornings though, better than Saturday nights, but we're going to get to Saturday nights here, but I'm curious yeah. your order on what you, what you liked. Well, it's Saturday morning. It's just, it's so rare when, if you play it, usually if you play a one quarterback lineup, which is kind of rare, usually that one quarterback is a high priced one. So yeah. to, to go in here with one quarterback at only six K yeah, I, I, there's a little anxiety because it's just not the normal, but uh, with the, the running backs I put together with some of the receivers, I, I don't mind it. I'm curious as to how this lineup will do. I think it has a chance to to do big things, but you know, we always think our lineups have a chance to, to do big things going into the weekend. Cause if not, then, <laughs> then you should have picked better. 
Friday night. I'm pretty happy with also. So um, let's jump into Saturday and then maybe at the end we'll come. We'll, we'll, you know, think of what, you know, what our best lineup was. All right. But before we get into Saturday night, I want to tell you the college football experience DFS show is brought to you by prop swap America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. The MLB playoffs are in full swing and prop swap is your home for the best world series futures all season long prop swap has been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and prop swap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. People. If you love sports betting, you need to be using prop swap. Every ticket purchased on prop swap can be resold at any time. So, and this is the best part. Your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just has to improve. Thousands of betters across the country are shopping on PropSwap every single day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. We're also brought to you by Keeps. Keeps offers a simple, stress free way to keep the hair on your head. Convenient. Virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't even have to leave your own home. Low cost treatments start at just ten dollars a month, and they offer generic versions as well. Discreet packaging and proven results. Keeps has more five star reviews than any of its competitors. Uh, prevention is key. Treatments take four to six months, so you do want to act fast if you're ready to take action. Prevent hair loss. Go to keeps dot com slash sgp to receive your first month free. That's keeps dot com slash sgp. Um, and then also I want to tell you that we're brought to you by prediction strike. Do you wish you could have had stock in a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Christian McCaffrey? Well, now prediction strike makes that a real possibility. Prediction strike is the only performance-based sports stock market where you can buy and sell shares of professional athletes as if there were stocks. It's like Robin hood and DraftKings had a baby. Prediction strike lets uh, fans create portfolios of their favorite athletes so they can make money and get even closer to the game. Don't just bet on your favorite players, start investing in them. Simply download prediction strikes, new and easy to use app in the app store or sign up at uh, predict pr- prediction strike.com to create an account and also use the code SGPN, then deposit funds to buy, sell and hold shares of your favorite players. Just like you would with real stocks, the value of players will change based upon the game performance and supply and demand. And you can trade your shares of, of your player essentially or players at any time. As long as the player isn't playing in a current game, sign up with the promo code SGPN to receive a free athlete share of your first deposit of $20 or more. I also want to tell you we're brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes. It's now live in the app store and Google play store for free. What are you doing? If you don't have this thing, you bozos. All right. The app is, it gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. You'll get everything, all the guests, all of our, I mean, everything. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. Saturday night slate. This is actually the one I gambled on the most. Actually. I know I said last Yeah, and actually <laughs> now that I'm looking at this one, I think this is my least favorite of the three. I uh, completely um, agree. Completely agree. Dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe it's just the games that we had to choose from and the price points. So uh, once again, two quarterbacks for you. That's always the question that we lead off with. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Same here. That's what I do almost every time, unless there's something that I truly don't like. Um, but I, yeah, I did the two quarterback thing. I gambled heavy on one too. Um, I'm curious. You say you went too. You said right. Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, uh, let's get to this thing. Uh, top. Priced quarterback. I went with Brennan Armstrong. 
Paid up for him, huh? Paid up because really I didn't like the board. I'll be honest. Like yeah. I had a hard time finding players I actually liked. Um you're maybe my roster reflects that. Maybe I have a horrible uh you know <laughs> Saturday night. We, we will see. But uh yeah, I don't know. I just uh I just thought that Brendan Armstrong in, in this situation, Georgia Tech's defense not very good. I know they yeah, they've had moments where they shine against North Carolina. I just think this Virginia offense is fine tuned, and I think no one's going to stop it. Oh, Armstrong's going to get his. Uh, the the question is, are you willing to pay up the nine point six k? You know, it, it's a pretty hefty price tag, but it's guaranteed production. So I'll, I'll never argue with that, uh, especially compared to some of the other guys up top, like Bryce Young for nine point four k. I mean, I think Bama's just going to roll over Tennessee here. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he was in the twenties. You know, not a, obviously not a bad day, but not one of his better days either is what I would assume. And then, you know, Stroud against uh, Indiana, Indiana kind of gave uh, fields fits last year, even though I, I don't think Indiana's very good this year, but defensively, maybe they can slow down. The I, I still think the bit. defense is the strong suit of that team. Of course. Yeah. Of course it's, it certainly is in the offense. <laughs> um, and then looking at, uh, yeah. So uh, I would, Went uh, my so I see what you did there, and, and I don't have a problem with it. My top quarterback is actually playing UVA, and uh, 8.3k. I went Jeff Sims, the uh, the dual threat option for the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Dude, pretty quietly he's put together three really nice fantasy games. I mean, uh, 42 against UNC, 27 against Pitt, 33 against and, Duke. And you know, I'm not if, buying. If, go, go if he played against Clemson, they would have beat him. Probably. Probably, I mean, because yeah. they were right there without him, you know. And I, I you know, just because uh, UVA shut out Duke last week, I'm not buying the fact that that defense is improved. So um, it made sense to get pieces of that game. So I went with the cheaper option at quarterback with Jeff Sims. Interesting, interesting. Okay, my second quarterback. You want to talk about Riverboat Gambler? I'm going Jack Cohn at 5800. 5800, and and the real reason yeah. is. He first off, he's he's much healthier now after the bye week, for what I was you know hearing. Um, and when you look at the completion percentage of the backups, I know that at times Drew Pine and, and Buchner or whatever um, played all right, not really. And I think Brian Kelly knows that that right now you're still a player in this to make the playoff. And I think Jack Cohn completing sixty two percent of his passes, just to give you an idea, Drew Pine fifty percent of his passes and Buchner. 45%. I think Cone's the guy in this game. And I think USC's defense has shown all year that they're questionable. I think Cone's going to have a good game come Saturday. Uh, so give me Jack Cone at plus 5,800. Certainly a roll the dice because they might give both guys, you know, some, uh, some, you know, some plays under center there. So that's, that'll be curious as to see what they do with the quarterback there. I, I just think right now, had they had another loss, I wouldn't have played a uh, Cone. But I think right yeah. now, they're still very in the way that the, the, the polls love Notre Dame as always, I think they're still in, in serious contention to make the playoff. And I, if you look at their remaining schedule, I don't see why they can't. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, you know what? The interesting thing is that I went the same game, the other side. So, so all of our quarterbacks are in two games, but they're <laughs> the, on, on either side. So I went uh, Keaton Slovis for 6.5 K. Uh, not a great matchup, but you see it. USC's coming off a bye. I know it's you know it's it's in South Bend, but uh, ever since 
what's his face got fired. The passing attack is kind of, you know, you know, blew up a little bit here. So, so two nice fantasy performances over uh, 23 points, a 6.5 K. So I think he can get around 20. And if he gets around 20, I'm, I'm happy with that. Not scared about those 10 interceptions that Notre Dame has on the season. I think Slovis might throw a couple, but uh, I think there's gonna be some points in this game. I, I don't expect it to be that low scoring. So the matchup isn't great, and his price point reflects that. But um, yeah, I, I'm gonna roll the dice a little bit with uh, USC's QB. All right, all right. Um, did you go three running backs or two? Three. I went three as well. Give me your high price running back. I know you just gave away your your quarterback, but it's on me. But now I'm gonna pass the baton to you here. Your high price, yeah. The, your futons, the, the baton. Yeah, <laughs> I will take the baton and take you back to Georgia Tech UVA. I'll take uh, Georgia Tech's running back Jameer Gibbs for six point three k. You're, you're really just not buying into this UVA defense. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, maybe it'll come back to bite me. Uh, it's kind of it's it's kind of strange to take a quarterback running back stack, but I think the Yellow Jackets can have success against UVA. It should be a pretty high scoring game here. Uh, let's see what that over under is. I have it in front of me. If I can pull it up, interesting, interesting it is, place it is here. Sixty-three and a half. Uh, I will tell you right now that is probably the highest over under on this slate. Uh, Tennessee, Alabama, sixty-seven. But you probably only want you know Bama guys there. So those are the two games with the highest over under. So I got all kinds of pieces in that UVA Georgia Tech game. And uh, yeah, Jameer Gibbs, six point three. Interesting. That that is an interesting play here. My top guy, look, old faithful, Greg Bell. <laughs> this guy, uh, <laughs> I, I play him every week. I feel like five touchdowns, five yards a carry, five hundred sixty-one yards on the season. Now they do they do have a but a, a slew of decent running backs, but he is just dominating the yards per carry. Or I'm sorry, dominating the attempts. One hundred thirteen attempts on the season. The closest is thirty-one. And uh, when you when you think of you, so you didn't have Greg Bell on that. On he that. burned me last week, man. He burned me only forty one yards, no touchdowns against but, San Jose State. So that's um, why my, that, that's why you play him now. Uh, true, little bounce back spot here, but no, for a hundred dollars more, I I I rostered a And M's uh, other running back Devon. I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but A Kane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, granted, him and Spiller split carries. But this guy's a beast, man. He is I a mean, beast. If you've watched any of A and M, he is electric. When he touches the ball, you're like, "Damn, this guy is going to be a player." At first, I was like, "Why are they not giving Spiller all the touches?" And I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. makes sense." As much as I like Spiller, I'm afraid to say, Kane might be better. Well, well, he's more of a home run threat. I think Spiller's yeah. kind of your your everyday grinded out back. I think Spiller's a baller. I think both are ballers. I think they're sitting on some good situations there. And against um, South Carolina, that running game should get going too. Well, I think they'll have just the ball all game, right? <laughs> because Zeb right. Nolan is, uh, he's probably going to go three for 15 for 13 yards. Um, so whenever we have guys that are this close in dollar amounts and we pick different guys, I always ask, did you have any extra money here? Cause if not, I did, I sense a side bet. No, no, no. I did. I had, I left 500 on the table. Perfect side bet bell versus a cane. Sure. Do you remember what uh, what's Utah State's running back that we just mentioned? What he did against Air Force? Because I, I think Greg Bell might yeah, have some real success against Air he, Force. He had about 120 yards against Air Force. Tyler, yeah, Tyler. 
And uh, I think, I think he'll have success against air force. Uh, I, I don't know that San Diego state will win that one, but I, I do think he will get back on the right side of things this week. <laughs> well, look, you should not pick players just due to over unders, but it is a tool you can use. And that game, the over under is only 39 between San Diego state and, and air force. That should be a grinded out. You know, that game should be over in like two hours and 50 minutes, basically, <laughs> because they're probably not going to be a lot of scoring. That clock is going to be running, but uh, I, maybe I'm just a little, you know, sour on bell just because he screwed me last week. Yeah. If you look at the stats the rest of the year, I mean, come on, he's played other teams, uh, other run heavy teams too. And uh, so I, I think that's the play here. Um, my second running back, I'm going to take a shot on a guy named Stephen Carr, USC transfer for Indiana. They're starting. Ja- it's Michael Penix is doubtful. Jack Tuttle, mm-hmm. the Utah transfer might get the start, yeah. but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Carr gets his point. Carr, Carr has success. Yeah. Okay. Just 3.6 yards of carry, but he is by far 121 r- r- uh, rushing attempts. The closest is 28 in Tim Baldwin jr. And he's got four touchdowns for Indiana. And believe it or not, I am first off Carr Also uh, third leading receiver on the team. Um, but I, I still am not buying into the Ohio State defense thing. Oh, oh they're improved. I, I took Indiana in the points. I feel fairly good about that. I think Maryland is just a fraud, and I think Rutgers can't get a first down to save their life. So I don't think that Ohio State's defense is all of a sudden turned a corner. I think they are what they are, and I think yeah, Indiana's offense has been dog shit all year. I think Carr will get his, and I like the Hoosiers to cover. What's his price tag? He is at fifty five hundred. Oh. I, I gotta say, I don't like to play just watching that Indiana, Michigan state game last week, Indiana, their offense is just awful. Um, especially without, uh, with, with a Tuttle that uh, the backup quarterback in, uh, I can't roster any Hoosiers. You're right. I mean, he is the main guy. He's going to get touches. It's a volume play, but I don't know what kind of success he can have. My last running back is only 5.1 K that's NC state's Zonovan Knight. Going up against a bad rushing defense ding, at ding, Miami. Ding, 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 ding. He's my uh, other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, granted, Person Junior and Knight split carries. I think Knight gets usually gets a couple more carries in person. I think he's slightly the better back. You never kind of know which one to go with, but I think the price is right here to take a gamble on Knight. Um, I, 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 well, I, I definitely did that as well. So I, I, yeah, I agree there. But uh, what have I told you though that this Ohio State run defense? Pretty horrible. Yeah. If you look at what they give up, 6.2 yards uh, a rush. Um, no, I'm I sorry. I think they're just going to load the, load the box. So, cause I don't know that Tuttle guy can, can beat him to the air. Um, I, okay. But I just think like, why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you play a team with the running back going up against, I'm trying to find the exact ranking of their, I know they're, they're a bad defense. So I, look, they have uh where I feel like where's the rush defense? Yeah, they're, so they're 66th in the nation on run defense, which I think you say, oh, it's average. Ah, uh, I'm still not buying in. They played Akron. They threw Akron in there. I think if you go back to that Oregon game, Oregon just dominated that line of scrimmage. Now, obviously, I think uh, Indiana's not Oregon, but at the same time, I just think Stephen Carr is going to be able to get his. Fair enough. We'll see how it shakes out, my friend. And I have Zonovan Knight too. Love that play, Miami's defense. Talk about Manny Diaz. Is that supposed to be his forte, Nick? What's going on there? <laughs> it's an awful defense know. down there in Miami Gardens. And uh, look, 
I will say this though. I find that game a sneaky game that NC state would lose. So that is concerning. I think it's very possible. Yeah. Um, it is concerning, but I will but say either this way. Uh, yeah. Either way. I think the NC state running game can, can do pretty well. You know, Ohio state's defense is worse than Miami's statistically. Well, I think NC state's offense is a lot better than Indiana's. Well, let's get to it, buddy. Uh, well, I have, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I have son of a night too, so I'm hoping he does good, but uh receiver wise, you have three, right? Just like me, right? Three of them. I really went back and forth on a lot of these guys. There's one I like and two that uh, I'm not s- super fond of, but I'll give you the most expensive guy. That is Bama's Jamison Williams for ding, five point or six point five K. Okay. Yeah. I mean, how is he that low? I don't even get it. Well, I mean, he is a home run threat. He's not guaranteed catches. I mean, even last week, it was only two for 77, but wasn't like, he kind of dinged up? Uh, he might've been, I mean, the week before that against AM, he killed That's it. That's what but, I'm saying. You know, He's kind of, he was kind of dinged up. I thought last week, but uh, yeah, I mean, against Florida, only four catches, I, but I still think he's their best receiver and that offense is going to do good things here. So I think, yeah, at that price, he was much more expensive a, a week or two ago. That's for sure. He was, dude, he was 7.9K last That's week. That's what I'm so saying. That's what I'm saying. So, uh, you're saving, yeah, you're saving $1,400 this week for Jamison Williams. I like it. Good value play. I, I did that too. And then my other wide out uh, price wise, uh, I have two others left. And I went with uh, Jelani Woods. I play him almost every week. The tight end for Virginia 23 catches, 200 or 315 yards on the season and five touchdowns. He is their favorite red zone target. So I'm going to roll the dice on the Oklahoma state transfer Jelani woods yet again at 5,600. Nick, you, I'm a big fan of his, but uh, for 5,800, I got UVA's other receiver, Keaton Thompson. Um, He is coming on and also he gets carries. He's had rushing touchdowns in back-to-back games. So they get this guy, you know what? You sold me. You sold me. I, I like him a little bit better than a tight end. I well, mean, just because he gets the carries, too. I'm on it. I'm on it. Yeah. I just did the switch. I, I just think he usually gets more touches. You yeah. know, uh, Woods is a great guy. You know, and when Woods was cheap or when he was in the four, in the fours, me and you rostered him for like two or three straight weeks. Um, nothing wrong with that, but I think Keaton Thompson has a little bit of a higher ceiling, and he's only what 200, 200 yeah. more expensive. Well, I just went and got him. So yeah, we're on the same side there. Uh, so who was your last? I have one guy left. You have one guy left. My guy's 5,300. Yeah, How much five, is yours? My guy's 5,200. Interesting. Mm. Uh, who's yours? Since your guy's a hundred dollars more expensive. I have a uh, good old Emeka Amizi, the wide out for <laughs> NC state mainly because I don't know if you've seen this. Miami's past defense has been f- atrocious this year. Um, yeah. so I want part of that. Give me a Mecca Amizi, the wide receiver for the Wolfpack. Who is I like yours? it. You know, he's he's had a couple couple quiet weeks here, so maybe he's due for a big one. Uh, at one point, he was in my lineup as well. Ended up getting kicked out of it, and actually, I have a hundred dollars to spend here, so I could take him. But I I went same game other side. I went Miami's top receiver Charleston Rambo. Um, I think Van Dyke is is starting to gain some traction. The running back for Miami, and I think Rambo is his favorite option. Nothing um, is over. Nothing. Sorry. You just don't turn it Stop. off. Had a cue Rambo. Had a cue Rambo <laughs> oh, when you course. said that. I don't love the play though. So, you know, between him and Amizia, it's kind of going back and forth, I think, with one or, or two other guys there. Uh, but for now, I'm going to roll the dice with uh, Charleston Rambo. I 
I could see that hitting. I mean, like I said, NC State is the type of team that could completely lay a dud here and make me really regret playing all these NC State players. But <laughs> I don't even feel like it's like challenging you in a wager. Uh, yeah, I'll bet you like a fucking lollipop on that one. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, fucking blow, blow pop or or what? <laughs> dum dum. All right. Uh, look, dumb folks, dumb. those are the worst. <laughs> at, at least give me the tootsie roll. <laughs> Or, uh, uh, the Tootsie pop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Tootsie rolls are horrible too. Um, yeah, they are. Look folks, come play DraftKings with us. Me and Nick. We do it every week. We're going to tweet this out. Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. We will also retweet this from at gambling podcast. That is the sports gambling podcast. And also the sports gambling podcast network at the SGP network. And uh, and also the college football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Um, but guys, make sure you go out and uh, first off subscribe to the college football experience because we do this every week. We also pick every single Division One game on air, and uh, we cover it all. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience. What are we seventeen days away, Nick? 17 oh, days man, away crazy. from college basketball. We talk college football year round here. Well, on the college basketball experience over there, we talk college basketball year round. Can't wait for the season to start there. Nothing like some college hoops. Um, uh, so we will have just subscribe to both. All right? It's a no brainer and get that SGPN app. It's free in the app store, Google play store. When you get it, um, You'll get all of our picks, all of our podcasts, all of our content. NC Nick writes a lot of great content over there. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com, as well as the SGPN app. But when you get that SGPN app, which you're going to want, because any contest that we give away thousands on that thing. So you, any contest we have, you're going you're gonna to need that app anyway. Get that thing. And uh, when you do give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. And if you do that, take a screenshot, find me on Twitter. Once again, at, at the Colby D uh, show me that screenshot. And I will send you a college experience t-shirt, brand new, brand new logo uh, that dropped this August. So hop in there. I'll send you that new shirt. I swear you put on that shirt. You go throughout town. You're going to get ass everywhere you go. Doesn't matter if you're a girl or a guy, it's just what it is. You got to look good with that shiny new shirt on at the Colby D though. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Terrell Furman jr. On Twitter at really rel underscore underscore and the college football experience. Like I said t- at TCE on SGPN. follow all of those guys do it and come play DraftKings with us. All right, folks, this is the college football experience. Week eight DraftKings style. You better start thinking about yours. And we are here.